To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Saturday Morning with Jack Tame podcast from Newstalk ZB. Jack Tame. And time to catch up with our sustainability commentator, Kate Hall, who has been considering how to have sustainable living conversations with your partner off the back of Valentine's Day. This is timely indeed. G'day, Kate. Good morning, Jack. I, from what I've seen on social media, don't think that your partner takes any convincing when it comes to making sure he recycles <laughs> the right way and that kind of thing. But obviously this is this is one of those things that comes up in some relationships. Yep. Oh, absolutely. And I'll be totally honest. Yes, he is incredible with a lot of things. And from the stories I've heard, I've count myself very, very lucky to be in a relationship with relatively shared values. But I would honestly say that our biggest um, arguments or heated discussions, whatever you want to call them, have been around sustainable topics. Really? So, so oh, yeah, okay. You're without, without prying too much. And only tell us yeah. what you're comfortable telling us. So, uh, yeah. there's some points where he said, you know what? I'm guessing that you're the one who's pushing things further than he is, and he said we probably don't need to need to do that just yet. Yeah, well, I think you know, especially when you have sustainable when sustainable living becomes such a big part of who you are. You know, it's not even just my values as a person; it's my work, it's, it's yeah. what I do. Yeah, I I know in myself uh, that I I can get really kind of frustrated when yeah. someone, especially someone close to you, um, isn't doing everything that you know that they could do. Uh, and that's one of the main things I need to remind myself. So you're, you're right. It's usually me being like, no, but this is, you know, a yeah, huge yeah. topic. Honestly, I would say that uh, one of our biggest conversations has been about like meat consumption. Oh. Uh, I'm not vegan. Neither of us are vegan. But I think he's very well educated around it too. So I think when you both come to the table with, uh, you know, big kind of points, and we are quite strong head fast in what yeah. we talk about. We're relatively stubborn people, I think. So, um, yeah. It can, yeah, end, end up, it can end up unhelpful. And I guess I've had, I have lots of different relationships, not just romantic relationships, where, uh, you know, it can, it can turn into a non productive conversation really easily. And I've kind of worked on different tips and tricks to, mean you know you don't have to break up with your partner or ditch a friend yeah uh, just because you have differences yeah yeah that's that's good advice I you know I remember going like seeing friends uh in America for example uh, friends who you know I've been really close with like absolutely some of my closest friends yeah. and maybe it's, it's just as a result of being in a different environment or whatever but just having just mm. utterly like profoundly different kind of views yep. on sustainability and just little things like recycling and stuff like that you know they wouldn't hesitate to throw an aluminium can in the bin and you're like oh that's actually yeah. like that's it's, that's actually really easy to recycle that like it's not it's not totally. a massive deal so so no. what would be your advice on going about having a conversation with someone if you if you can see that you kind of are on a slightly different you know orbit yeah so i think there's many different ways to have a conversation i think one of my key takeaways and what I try to do, having had some heated arguments, um, are to talk in co what I call cold-blooded moments. Yeah. So, for example, if you're 
at the supermarket and, you know, Tim loves his Vogel's bread. I've tried to buy, you know, unpackaged bakery bread for him or he can eat the stuff that, that I bake, but he loves his Vogel's bread. And rather than going, oi, take that out of the sh-, you know, yeah, trolley and, yeah. and having a little rant about plastic, that's his decision. I'm not Tim. We're different people. It would be weird if we were the same person. Yeah, right. relationship. And so that, to me, removing that, not having that conversation then, but having a conversation in a, a non-heated, neutral, good space uh, is so much more productive because it means you can take, you know, like knowledge and factual-based kind of information around why you're potentially frustrated with the person or, or want to suggest a different way to do something rather than have kind of just unhelpful emotions in that moment. Yeah, right. It, it, it's way more productive, I find, because, yeah, you can it, can it can just be not helpful. The person may even dig their heels even more if you try to talk at the wrong moment. So picking your timing is really important. And also learning together. Uh, I see a lot of people may go off on a tangent of watching documentaries and listening to podcasts and learning so much about sustainability, which is great. But if you do want your partner, because you know they're living in the space with you, yeah. if you do want them to to be on board too, rather than coming to them and saying, "I watch this documentary. You need to shop differently, and you can't buy from your favourite clothing brand anymore." Actually, take them on the journey with you. So yeah. suggest, "Hey, do you want to watch this documentary with me?" And and choose choose a method of learning that they enjoy as well. So you may have. I know a girlfriend who loves surfing and if you, you know, they obviously love the ocean, the water. So find something that connects to already something they love and something they're connected to rather than picking something out of the blue and kind of pressuring, you know, your own values and ideas on them. Yeah. I mean, Um, it's, it's, it's like, I mean, it's, it's like, it's like any convincing anyone, right? Like uh, of, uh, of anything like, um, and 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 you you kind of have to relate it to their lives. You have to be empathetic. So you have to understand it from their yep. perspective. And sometimes it means compromising as well. Oh, totally, absolutely. And I think it's it's that whole thing of controlling what you can control. So if you can't reduce waste in your family food shop together, yep. then reduce waste in your toothbrush and your toothpaste and the makeup you may use, and you know other area your clothes, other areas that you can control. And and one of the main things I've found uh, beneficial is we all come, we all change our habits out of different motivations. And for some people, it just may not be because of environmental yep. activism or <laughs> values. And and that just may be the case. So there's a lot of things. For example, uh, consuming more sustainable electricity. That the green energy is actually cheaper. And so actually coming in and saying financially we'll save money, you know, or even when we ordered um, bulk package-free toilet paper that arrives every 18 weeks in a big cardboard box, you know, oh, that's great. We don't have to add toilet paper to the shopping list. That's convenient, time-saving. So actually looking at the bigger picture and not just going, I care about this, you should do. (laughs) So like as you said, with any topic – it's really not going to help <laughs> and you're only going to get even more frustrated. So controlling what you can control and just thinking about the bigger picture and how you can communicate best. Yeah. Kate, that is great advice. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. You have a great weekend and we will uh, catch you soon. That's our sustainability commentator, Kate Hall. 
you can uh, find her on all of the social media platforms as well. She's certainly a prolific and thoughtful poster. She has some really uh, interesting little stuff that she likes to share online as well. And we'll make sure that her tips go up on the News Talk ZB website. For more from Saturday Morning with Jack Tame, listen live to News Talk ZB from 9 a.m. Saturday or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.